All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of the Golf Guide podcast is, wait for it, live. <laughs> Do you have any idea who this podcast might be sponsored by? <laughs> oh, you guessed it. It's golfguide.net. A fantastic resource to find discounted rounds of golf at golf courses all over Northern California. But more importantly, it is the place you can go and sign up for a wildly fun trip to Bannon Dunes this December. December 13th through 17th, I will be at Bannon Dunes, and I want you to join me. Four days of kick-ass golf. I've heard it's nice there. It's, it's, it's relatively okay. I'd say slightly better than average, and by slightly, I mean immensely. Um yeah, four days of world-class golf, strong cocktails, great hearty food. Uh, it's going to be a really, really good time. If you want to join me, go to golfguide.net and uh, click on the events tab at the top of the webpage. There you can learn all the information you need, and you can sign up right there using our Eventbrite uh, page. So if you like golf, you like Lynx Golf, I, I, I would encourage you to check it out. It is going to be awesome. December 13th through the 17th, sign up at golfguide.net. That's it. No more... Uh, no more ads. Boat is here. We got some stuff to get into. So, without any further delay, let's go with another episode of the Golf Guide Podcast. Yes. It does feel really good to come into that. Um,. Ladies and gentlemen, as you heard in the intro, I am, of course, joined by my podcasting partner here. I have to admit, the last time we were actually in the studio live, you were still somewhat of a uh, of a podcasting pollywog. Where now you're just like a king, a big, king pod toad, dude. I mean, you feel you feel big time pollywog. Oh, feeling feeling right now. Random side quote: This is something that is basically going to alienate about ninety percent of our audience, but. Were you a Spring Creek kid, or did you go to Strawberry? A strawberry. Okay. Eagles fly, eagles fly. <laughs> <laughs> I was very, I was, I was quarantined in the Pollywog section of Spring Creek Elementary School, so I had to wait, wait a few years before I graduated being a dolphin. So yeah, it's, I don't know, I think it's just the kids that were up on the, you know, like must be on the other side of Summerfield or something like that. But anyway, great, great, great music. By anyway, the bringing us in. We are, uh, we are oh, going just real quick. Uh, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. If anyone has seen a Sasquatch, please contact. Brian Keegan at Keegan and Copen immediately. It's kind of his thing. Um, he's a big fan. Just throwing that out there. Uh, help a neighbor out. This is very true. Uh, Mr. Keegan, who is the provider of our phenomenal intro music. Uh, Hashtag provider. And it, I, I've said it at the uh, the outro a couple times. If you like the what you hear at the beginning of this podcast, I would strongly urge you to visit broiler.bandcap.com. Uh, Broiler has got... I, think three of his his last three albums available for download at quite literally no cost i mean he he is accepting donations if you really enjoy the music i would encourage you to provide him with what you can it will help him you know somehow find a way to record more more. you know i mean he's he's got a he's got three children and a wife to support you know he's he's only he's only got so much uh time and money to spend on his music but uh yeah he does a great job and He's taken me to a few uh, remote locations where there have been rumored to be Sasquatch sightings before, and it's uh, <laughs> deep, deep into the Northern California wilderness. It's, it's really, really phenomenal. In fact, the next time uh, we go up there, we may have to go play the old Bigfoot Golf and Country Club in uh, Willow Creek, California, the real, real special spot up there. But anyway, um, Boat, we are here. We're on the heels of, uh, you know, a, a great uh, tournament on the regular PGA Tour schedule. The Rocket Mortgage Classic had its debut at Detroit Golf Club. Uh, we had a winner with a really tragic but really uh, inspiring story, all the same, in Nate Lashley. Uh, the U.S. Senior Open took place at the uh, Warren Course at Notre Dame University. Um, and there's just some other stuff going on in the golf world. So we got a couple things to, you know, to go through. But seeing how this is a very serious golfing podcast, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. wanted to make sure that we do exactly what our listeners are hoping you know, hoping we do here. Yeah. And that is, of course, talk, a, you know, a couple minutes of NBA free agency. 90 seconds, maybe. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, there's it's there's going to be those fans that are going to be irked, disappointed that uh, KD left. Um, you know, it's it, it's it, they're grownups. They get to do what they want to do. Um, that's why they're called free agents. Um yeah, it's you can't be mad at a guy. Uh, 
thanks for the rings. You were definitely one of my favorite Warriors. Um, top notch by the Warriors organization. Uh, they offered him max. Uh, they said they're going to retire number 35. Um, made a huge public statement thanking him. Um, it's it's a business, man. It's a business, and uh, who knows if taxes came into play, you know, California versus New Jersey, stuff like that. Um, it's – you can't be mad at a guy. You can't. Uh, there's, you know, a, a lot of people are going to talk a lot, a lot of mess about it, but at the end of the day – you can't be mad at the guy. No. I think we should probably be a little more pumped on Kevon Looney for three years, 15 <laughs> mil. I think that's – I think we focus on that. We focus on Clay. Clay's Instagram post was fantastic. It was the scene from Wolf of Wall Street. Jordan Belfort and Clay <laughs> Thompson Belfort. may just be the same person. I'm, I'm not even sure. That but. was that was fantastic. I You know, Clay's sense of humor just – seems to keep getting better and better and better uh i mean when he when he made fun of Kawhi's laugh that was probably the tipping point for me oh it's so great um yeah so i mean focus on the positives right you still got you still got one of the best basketball players on the planet and steph curry true who has continued to just get more more well-rounded um you got draymond green he's coming into his what should be his his peak years um you've got some pieces there they're not done they're not done. They're going nope. to make it some more signings. Bob Myers just continues to. Bob Myers is a is a very re- intelligent man. He's really good at his job. <laughs> and, and and you still have Pop 2.0, Steve Kerr, uh, at the helm of the ship. So, uh, yeah, obviously Clay's out next year. But Lickup came out and said, hey, just because Clay's going to be hurt next year doesn't mean we're just going to sit down and, and, and release, you know, no. our standings at the top. I will say this, though. Even though I think it's – you can't really argue with the fact that the Warriors will not be as good in this upcoming season as they have been the last few seasons. However, for the first time since this team won 73 games in the regular season, we actually have kind of a fascinating regular season to look forward to. Yeah. Which I'm uh, actually excited about. You know, no more Iggy, it looks like. And uh, uh, it looks like the uh, the Buckeyes heading to the Bay. Ice in them veins. Mm. Uh D'Angelo uh, Russell, the guy can score. Uh, our defense might be a little um, questionable at best. Revealed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lace them up tight, Draymond. <laughs> oh. As long as they get the Suns uh, like 80, 80 times a year, then they're going to be fine. But Draymond uh, and Looney, Looney might have he might have some crazy clause in his contract. Like if he if he averages two blocks a game, he gets like another twenty mil a year. <laughs> I, so, I I hope so. That'd be so great. God, I hope so. Oh uh, yeah, I mean. You know, this whole NBA free agency thing has been wild, but uh, yeah. it, it's going to make for a very fascinating 2019-2020 NBA season. That much, uh, that much I'm sure of. Some serious loot. I saw a list of the contracts, and four years, 140 is like the norm now for these top-end guys. It's like 35 mil a year. Holy cow. Like, I don't think Chris Mullen ever made that in his career. You know what I mean? All these NBA players strike me as pretty progressive dudes. Do you think they're also – uh, on board with the uh, the seventy percent tax plan they were talking about in the Democratic debates last week. I don't I <laughs> can't speak for them, but uh, yeah, it's um, it's going to be a whole new horizon here in the NBA and the max contracts, and uh, it's going to be crazy, really crazy. Yeah. Speaking of which, in addition to all these guys, there is another brand new millionaire in the world of golf, and his name is Nate Lashley. He just, I mean. Woo! I'm sure you've read the story now, losing both his parents and his girlfriend, them flying to see him play in a college tournament back in 04. Um, I haven't met Nate, but he was roommates um, down in Scottsdale when they're playing, you know, the Gateway Tour and many tours down there with a good friend of mine, Nick Mason, who we've talked about, a uh, Hawaii guy who actually came to live with me after our after our four years of eligibility was up. Yep. Uh, and, you know, he, they were also roommates with Martin Laird. And from everything I've heard, he's just – just a great dude. Uh, Shane Pranty, who played at uh, St. Martin's in Washington, has apparently played some golf with him. He commented, and I, I made a post on Facebook, and he commented, guy's a great dude. Um, I don't think you're, you're going to hear anything. Nate. You're just, you're just, you got to pull for the guy. It's fantastic. I hope he wins a bunch more because he seems like 
He's obviously one of those journeymen. And then to win in that fashion? Well, not, not just not, not win it. I mean, to just absolutely it, eviscerate. It's not like he squeaked by like a, and, a, and, and a got quali- some breaks. You know, It's not like people fell apart like... He went out there and just took it. There was quality players in the field too. Oh, I mean yeah. that that's that I mean it's like it, it's not like he won, went and won the Puerto Rico Open. I mean this no. was like a, a legitimate good field, full, full good, field. good full field great um, track. Um that's did he finish 25 under? I mean that's a lot. That's going out there and shooting a stroke better than 6 under each round. Over 72 holes of competitive golf from Thursday to Sunday. Nate Lashley made a grand total of three bogeys. Yeah, that's pretty good. On a Donald Ross golf course? On a Donald Ross with, golf uh, course. tabletop greens like that, that's, that is flat Three bogeys and route to a six-shot win. Yeah. And this is after getting into the tournament as an alternate on Monday. <laughs> like, like, that Tried is... to Monday, didn't. Gets in as an alternate. And then how about Doc Redman? I had that in my notes as well. Zero it's... status. Second place. I mean, I didn't. I don't know the exact number. Had to be eight hundred grand. Yes, eight hundred, seven hundred change. Eight, I think be. I believe eight hundred grand was the number for Doc Redman Dude, for a second place. I mean, finish. the guy's got a place to play now. Special temporary status. It's life changing, man. That that is like a life changing couple of days Talk for about Doc Redman and Nate Lashley. Just, I mean, I hope those guys after the tournament were like, "Hey, what are we doing tonight?" <laughs> like, I really, I really hope that they were partying together. I really hope they were. We have really got to get after it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, it's what's crazy is like, uh, you know, we've been paying a lot of attention to Victor Hovland. Yeah. You know, the you know, 20. Uh, final round 64. You know, final round 64 and another amazing finish. He's now made the cut in two, you know, his first two professional starts right after, you know, yep. you know, having a great, uh, a great tournament at the U.S. Open. But we kind of forget Doc Redmond's a U.S. amateur champion as well. You know, t- twenty a, a fairly decent resume. A as fairly well. decent resume, and it's crazy because we paid so much attention to Victor Hovland and yep. just the guy who won the USAM just the year before him. Yep. You know, after the Walker Cup and in, in Los Angeles, I admittedly I hadn't heard Doc Redman's name really at all. And also, where he you comes been, out Doc? Here, where you been? It just comes out and just sabbatical. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, yeah. Then he comes out, he finishes second. Like, man, that's that's amazing. There's just really some really great stories. Uh, coming out of this thing. And, I mean, shoot, Doc Redman, the guy gets second place going 68, 67, 67, 67. Uh, if you just that is remarkably... Better, he would have only lost by two. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, it's incredible. Yeah. I mean, again, that's, that's just it. He could have gone 67 four straight days, and he still would have lost. I mean, Nate Lashley just played... I mean... Guy didn't it, flinch. played out of his mind. He was, just was absolutely... He was absolute nails. Didn't all, flinch. all week. Um, God damn it, that was impressive. I was so a, happy for that guy. He's a ping guy. <laughs> okay, I, I have another random question for you. Yeah. Was that entire field like like 90% ping guys? Because I felt like every single guy I was watching on the broadcast had a camo ping hoofer bag. Ping is making a move, man. Uh, you know, for the longest time, they only, they hardly paid their guys. You know what I mean? Like right. on, the, on the, the club pro level, they they don't. They don't give you free stuff unless you're out there winning tournaments, you know, getting into PGA Tour events. Like, that's kind of their MO. That that's that was their, hey. Is that still the case for, like, club professionals? In, uh, in to, to a certain extent. Okay. Um, to a certain extent, for sure. They Their, their thought was always, hey, you're going to want to play our clubs, not because we're going to pay you a little bit too, but you're going to want to play our clubs because their logo, play your best. And, uh, I mean – all the club companies have gotten so much better, but Ping and a lot of these young guys too. And now Ping is, you know, they, they got the new drivers coming out and they're, they're, they're coming out with stuff quickly as, as the other club you know, right. companies did. Now they're starting to come out with newer, newer stuff every day. It's just like the 400 max was out there. And then it's like six months later, the four tens ready, you yep. know, movable weights. And it's a lot of those guys are hitting the Ping driver. A lot of those I've guys. That. It, it does seem like there's more guys in that Ping driver on tour than I recall at any time. point in the last couple yep. of years um time. yeah ping making a move and admittedly those uh those ping hoofer uh camo stand bags look Good pretty sweet I, I went to the website like hmm, do i do i want to get myself one of these yeah so his first win right? very sold out i saw on uh his social media or some article his first win he's giving away everything that he used that week to a veteran that's awesome how great is that, that like is he, awesome. i'd probably want to hold on to my first bag and first you know set of clubs that i won pga to no Give it away to a veteran. I thought, you know, Nate Lashley, we're going to root for you hard, pal. Real hard. Wow. 
Yeah. Talk about perseverance. Yeah. Absolutely awesome. Um, yeah, like I said, any other uh, notes from uh, the Rocket Mortgage? I mean, obviously, I think Detroit Golf probably Club was a, was a phenomenal host. Good first year, probably. Yeah. Uh, weather was perfect. The w- score, hear, scores were low. Didn't I w- hear anyone complaining about conditions. No, I mean, do you think that's, um, if you know, when they hold the event there next year, would you expect the scores to be as low as they were this year, or does it seem like it was kind of just a, a I mean, freak, like, course was just the, playing? Besides the, the glaring 25 under, it was Redmond at 19, and then the other guys at 18. Um, I'll take five under around if I got if I got fifteen or twelve or fifteen guys within five strokes of the uh, winning score. I think that's probably a win for everyone. You know, uh, these guys we want to we want to see them make birdies, and they want to make birdies. I agree. So no, I I think they're trying to live under par. Okay, an A plus by the tournament people in Detroit venue setup. Uh, I heard it was just put together so quickly. Um, you know, almost a year when they found out they were going to host there. And it's just, there is so much that goes on that you don't realize behind the scenes, having worked a PGA Tour event at the AT&T, the, the, the amount of volunteers. Just the person who is the volunteer coordinator is not getting much sleep Mm-mm. for an entire year. I can guarantee no. you that. No. The setup, the marketing, working with the TV people. Dude, there's... There's so many full-time jobs where these guys are working 18 hours a day that you can't even think of that being a job. I mean, it. when I say it's a production, it is a production, dude. It is crazy. So, good on you, Detroit. Good on you, Midwest. Um, you know, we. I'm sure the mayor is pumped. He's got to be. Free golf at yeah. Detroit Golf sure, Club. I was going to say, his home, his home, his home club uh, played a tremendous host this weekend. Yeah. It was really, really good. Um and again, they can't can't say enough good things about uh, Nate Lashley and, nope. and him getting a win this weekend. Um, up, you know, even though a six shot win is a amazing accomplishment, um, Nate was not the only guy to win a big tournament by six ah. strokes this weekend. Strix, um, you know, Steve Stricker. I mean, he was he's. I mean, not that long ago he was winning tournaments on the PGA Tour, and now. Steve Stricker and the uh, the senior tour seem to be very agreeable with one another because not only did Steve Stricker win the U.S. Senior Open this weekend, uh, or this past weekend, excuse me, but it is his second major championship this season by a margin of six strokes. It's a pretty nice retirement <laughs> plan, right? Right. Pretty like, nice retirement like plan. That, that is wild. I don't know what they pay for the U.S. Senior. I mean, he might have got like maybe six or seven hundred grand. Oh, yeah. He's definitely making a couple hundred thousand bucks um, for sure. You know, the regular events, I think they pay like anywhere from 240 to 300. So he's USGA. I mean, they put together some huge purses. So yep. if I had to guess, I'd say it's north of 500. Um, yeah. I mean, the guy still has it. I mean, he, he I don't think he's done winning on tour. No. I, mean, I, I actually think he's he's going to win again on, on the regular tour. I mean, dude, he's got a golf swing that's just like. How's that ever not going to work? Yeah, it's I mean, so smooth and it's just so. Towards easy. the end, towards the end of the year, um, who knows if it, if it'll be a fall event, but uh, if he kind of gets the the itch to put in one little push before he, you know, gets packed away in the snow up there in Wisconsin, uh, I would not be surprised to see him grab one this fall. Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Jess Stemack has just predicted that Steve Stricker will win the Safeway Open at Silverado <laughs> this fall. You get to see it right here, right in our backyard. We can go Steve, see Steve Stricker win a PGA uh, event. So cool. Um, yeah, man, really cool. Um, I don't know how much of it you got to watch. Uh, it was the first uh, major championship contested at a university golf course. Uh, the Warren course at Notre Dame uh, played host, a Bill Corp, Ben Crenshaw design. It's kind of crazy to think about because there's some good ones out there. There's some great ones out there. But I guess a lot of them really just aren't, you know, certainly aren't set up for PGA Tour events yeah. because a lot of them aren't that long. But as I as I say that, it seems kind of crazy because the guys in college now are hitting the ball so fucking far everywhere. You would you would almost assume that they've had to stretch them out to the point mm-hmm. where they could be long enough to host a PGA Tour event. But uh, I I do wonder if this is going to kind of get the wheel spinning and possibly we may see some uh, some more collegiate golf courses. You know, yeah. ho- play you host know, some big tournaments here. Scarlet and Gray in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they use for their playoffs in the nationwide or now the Corn Ferry KFC, KFC Tour. Yeah, the KFC um, Tour. Thank you. 
but yeah, it's, there's there's a ton of great university golf courses, well, especially in the Midwest, man. I mean, oh, like, yeah. dude, obviously the Scarlet Course at Ohio State isn't. I'm pretty sure that's Alistair McKenzie and Jack Nicklaus, is it yeah, not? It is. And, you know, uh, University of Michigan's got an Alistair McKenzie course. The course at Yale has always been yep. regarded as one of the greatest. Uh, it always that always gets ranked one mm-hmm. of the top university courses. Yep. I mean, there's just some, some really. I mean. Shit, right here in our backyard. I mean, Stanford's golf course is fucking golf unreal. Yep. That is a magnificent George Thomas golf course. So any, it, it, it'll be interesting to see if uh, we see any more golf tournaments at any collegiate courses going forward. And Eugene, Kern, Eugene Crunch Club might as well be at yeah. University Golf Course. <laughs> Don't kid yourself, Phil. <laughs> Phil's got that course on lock. <laughs> uh, that's incredible. Um, let's see. So the, the, the big guys uh, in on the PGA Tour, they're going to be staying in the upper Midwest this weekend. Um, after... The Rocket Mortgage, Rocket Mortgage Classics debut this past weekend. There's another brand new tournament that is going to be taking place this weekend, which is the 3M Open at TPC Twin Cities. Uh, when I looked up to, to get a little background information on TPC Twin Cities, they were very specific, and it seemed like a pretty wildly unique golf course. The description that I found on their website was wildly lush fairways with beautiful white sand bunkers. Selling points. Oh, sign me up. That uh, every, everyone brags about their bunkers. Sure. What 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 else could you possibly want? You're gonna walk away going, you know what? God, those were some good bunkers. Hun, we're coming back. Uh, we're actually, coming back. I already made my reservation for next year. We're we're okay. We're dialed in. Um, we're it, it it's an Arnold Palmer course. Um, that you know looks pleasant. It looks pleasant in the photographs. The, um, three, the three million championship. <laughs> uh, it's oh, that makes me think they got to make a six million dollar man championship one of uh, these days, don't they? Yeah. It's got to be great. Um, all right, so the uh, field is going to be headlined by Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau, uh, and Phil Mickelson. So not necessarily a full field event, but uh, you know, a, a field that we is probably somewhat similar to what we had at the Rocket Mortgage Classic uh, mm-hmm. last weekend. I I have not looked up any odds for this right tournament here. but i know that you have diligently been working on the other side of this desk uh to find out who is favored and what's going on in the tournament this week so why don't, why don't you share that with us well uh if you have an opportunity to take the field i think you probably should <laughs> um kepka is 15 to 2 uh in other words seven and a half to one okay for those math majors out there but it's a regular tour event so. what kind of a daryl is making the odds here this isn't a major this i mean is, brooks uh, kepka i'd put a 25 to 1 at best this is yeah i mean make the cut uh, <laughs> jason day 9 to 1 matsuyama 10 to 1 bryson 14 to 1 Finau 28 to 1 hovland 28 to 1 not really seeing i mean actually rory sabatini 45 45 to 1 that's not bad. He's been After quietly having a another really, top really, ten really, finish really, this past really, weekend at the Rocket. Really um, good year. Um, Phil Mickelson fifty to one. Don't waste your money. Um, <laughs> no chance. No chance. Uh, Ryan Moore played well last week. He's been playing. He's been trending. Fifty to one. Scott Piercy fifty to one. I think you probably take the field unless you feel like throwing ten bucks on Rory Sabatini, mm-hmm. not McElroy. Yeah, he's probably somewhere eating. <laughs> crumpets and drinking warm beer it's uh, incredible i mean uh, of the guys that you were just looking at i mean if you had to pick somebody other than uh other than brooks to actually just flat out win this thing what do you like you know what he popped up a couple times a weekend and he's been saying he's been hitting a lot better um our guy patrick reed yes i was I, shocked to see him you know on the television this past weekend at the Rocket, I was like, I thought he was, I thought he was just bad at golf now. I just I thought he was just a bad golfer now, and all of a sudden he's in there and actually, you know, and he's you know, like, flirting with uh, with top tens and stuff. I was like, oh, look at he's this like guy, well inside top one hundred. Guys having a terrible year. <laughs> guy is done. Oh. The wheels are off. Oh God, I. <laughs> It'd be a good story it's, to get his name out there again. Like, has he changed? You know what I mean? There's just... Has he evolved? Has he figured out how to communicate with others? When I see a picture of his living room, if it looks like actually a normal human could live there, then I will know he has then evolved. Know. He's, he's <laughs> turned the corner. <laughs> I'll know the to- corner has been turned. So, um, you know, it, it should be interesting. For, for the same reasons that we wanted to watch this last weekend, it'll be fun to watch uh, 
a new tournament at a new golf course. You yeah. know, so you know, for for golf fans, uh, should be some good, uh, very good viewing this July Fourth Independence Day weekend. Um, but as as great as this tournament, I'm sure is going to be the, the old 3M Classic. Uh, it's still just a precursor to one of the best golf tournaments of the year. I mean, personally, I don't know about you. For me, the Open Championship is my second favorite tournament of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, very close to the U.S. Open, but I, I go Masters, Open Championship, U.S. Open, PGA Championship. I, uh, I think that's probably, I, I, unless you're a real hardcore golfer, you might yeah. flip-flop one and two. Yeah. You might go Open Championship, then Masters. But Understandable. Um, they're, both of them are right. For me, uh, the, it puts it ahead of the U.S. Open because – it comes sooner. Coverage comes on at like midnight. I know. I know. The, 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 <laughs> the, the viewing routine of the Open Championship is part of its allure. I mean, it really is so... Just watching golf all night is so satisfying. Watch a little golf. Set the alarm for 5 a.m. Get, uh, get in the old SUV. Little Crystal's Corner. Yeah. Little <laughs> Christmas Corner. Little chocolate <laughs> old-fashioned. Go see my buddy Sammy. Oh. Uh, a tradition like no other. By um, the way, Sammy's Burgers, very underrated. Oh, very underrated. Oh, Place is great. They are really good. Um, Apparently, they know what they're doing. They've been in business <laughs> a while. <sighs> They've got their core customer base. They, they, they do have – they are very good. Um, by the way, so if you're next time you're in Santa Rosa, ladies and gentlemen. Great breakfast. You, you want a breakfast? You want a, you want a donut? Yeah. You want a burger? Crystal's yep. Corner. Absolutely. They are not paying for this ad, by the way. This is, this no. is, a, this is a pure nope. – Joyous endorsement. Um, and everyone that already knows knows. I mean, it's this is this is a fact. Um, however, NBC made some announcements about what their coverage is going to can- contain uh, for this upcoming golf tournament. And if you include, um, you know, pre-recorded programming um, and specials they're going to be running throughout the week, uh, and you know, pre-games and post-games and stuff like that, NBC, which of course owns Golf Channel, so I, I'm sure yep. the Golf Channel coverage is is figured into this, but. Uh, they're going to have a total of 410 hours of original coverage for the Open Championship. I didn't even think there were that many hours in a week. (laughs) 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 Of those, though, there's going to be 50 hours of live coverage of this Open Championship. They're going to give us 12 and a half hours of live coverage every single day. I've already taken Thursday and Friday off. I, I, I don't plan on doing anything for those days because I'm just going to be up all night watching golf yeah. and then sleeping during the day so I can get back up and watch golf again the following night. Yep. Um, really awesome. Very, very happy to see that NBC um, is going to be doing such a thorough job of covering this golf tournament. And on top of that, when I read who the broadcast team or the main broadcast team was going to be, I was overjoyed. Um one thing you and I are going to be doing here pretty soon. I've done it in the past. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll bring my buddy Chris Durr back on of the No Gimmies podcast. The three of Let's us can it. do a do a three way. Because um, we're the three best friends that anybody's ever. Well, did you? Do we're going to be watching the three end this weekend you, as well. Did you? Did you do? Did you do your homework? I mean, I, uh, no, did you, I did not. You, you have no, yet to watch. No, I've, I, I've yet to. Watch. I, I thought about it on Sunday. I was like, how do I get to watch this before I t- right. talk to Boat right. tomorrow night? Right. Get, 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 I just need an extension. Right. Um, Allowed. <laughs> My personal favorite golf play-by-play guy is Mike Tirico. That's very good. Mike Tirico is going to be calling this tournament for NBC, and he's going to be joined by two analysts, Paul Azinger and Nick Faldo, both of whom I think very highly of. I know a bunch of people, the rumblings around the Internet tell me that some people are tired of Nick Faldo. Uh, he was getting kind of beat up a little bit at this uh, this past Masters tournament. I still really enjoy Nick Faldo's analysis. I, I think he's fantastic, as is Paul Azinger. And then, obviously, like I said, Mike Tirico's fantastic. Um, this, this should be a really good broadcast for this Open Championship. I think Faldo's probably physically tired. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I think he's probably physically tired. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if that guy just hangs him up and just, like, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm done. Like, I've got 100 mil him. in the bank. Uh, like, I, I'm going to retire. Yeah, just uh, just just retire, Nick. Uh, you know, Johnny did it. Save yourself ten or twelve years. Uh, no one needs you playing more senior tour golf. Uh, I think you've earned an early retirement, Sir Nick Faldo. <laughs> I mean, you've been knighted. Uh, pretty <laughs> sure you can terminate contract whenever you want, pal. Uh, You're a goddamn knight. Yeah, but if you want to stick with it, I I enjoy you your insight. Um, 
yeah, it's, it's you know some golf fans are always going to complain about something. Right, yeah, bro? which is true. I mean, yeah. in a theoretical world, if Nick Faldo hangs it up, who becomes Jim Nance's sidekick at Augusta in April? I would. Uh, how great would it be if it was Duvall? <laughs> Could you imagine Duvall and Jim Nance? I can't. Oh. I actually kind of can't, but I'd be. I think be really so excited great. to see that. I'm sure it'll be great. Oh. I, I just hope it would. Oh. Randall and Jim Nance. I guarantee Jim Nance would have veto power, and he'd just be like, <laughs> <laughs> "I am sorry, CBS." Hello, Powers friends. Get this man out yeah, of my booth. <laughs> it's a hard no for Jim. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, phenomenal. Um, yeah, man. We're you know the Open Championship is starting oh, yeah. two weeks from Thursday. I mean, we're yeah. we're getting right up uh, right up into it now. This weekend is actually the Irish Open, um, which is going to be played at Lahinch, which. I hear from many, many people who have, unfortunately, much more experience playing golf in Ireland than I do, that it is perhaps the most fun Southern golf course. Ireland. Haven't done uh, Southern. I've heard it's spectacular, so that actually should be some good viewing. If I'm not sure where. I would assume it's probably going to be on Golf Channel. Oh, yeah, it'll be on Golf Channel. Um, Just like the opening, it'll come on early. Yeah, so it'll come it'll on early. It'll come on like uh, 11 p.m. our time. Right. And then am I – again? I, I didn't actually research this at all, but – I believe the Scottish Open is usually always the week before the yes, Open Championship, it goes, right? It goes Irish Scottish Open. Okay, so we'll have Irish Open this weekend, Scottish Open next weekend, which I haven't gotten a list of which you know players are going to be going over to tune up at the you Scottish know where Open. It is? I don't, but uh, if you want to uh, go off here real quick, I can uh, I can look up exactly where the Scottish Open is going to be. Let's take a look here. This is phenomenal podcasting, ladies and gentlemen. You know, real quick, uh, one of the you know local reps in the area. Um, Rich Davison, Irish. Um, he's from Northern Ireland. And, and you notice I said Northern. Mm-hmm. That's, the, uh, that's that's what they do. Um, <laughs> I asked him, I go, so is Portrush along the same lines as County Down? And he goes, if anything, I think it's a little bit easier, a little bit less penable, uh, more playable. Hmm. Uh, I don't know many of you that have played counting down but it is just it's a golf course that does not let up hmm. you miss it on either side you're paying the price so uh irish told me that it's a uh, you know a little bit more playable um you're not going to see some some huge numbers like you would at county down um but he says similar and you know obviously the dunes and the way the wind blows uh he's excited for it uh and I think I think we all are. That's right. that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I actually knew the answer to this question, but I forgot until I saw it. The Scottish Open next weekend is going to be played at the Renaissance Club. Really? And the new Tom Doak designed Renaissance Club. Um I've seen a lot of photos of this golf course over the years. It looks spectacular. It should be really Sweet. really I'm amazing. To see it too. Um so yeah, Irish Open, Scottish uh Scottish Open and then bam. We get the Open Championship back in Northern Ireland. So good run. Um, speaking of the Open, one of the the courses that has been um, just an absolute figurehead in the Open rotation for the entirety of its hundred and forty some odd years. Possibly course uh, Jack named one of his courses after. Uh, you know. Is that, is that one? Yeah. You're getting yeah. Club? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think we are talking about the uh, the All Men's Club that is uh, Muirfield, or I should say, was. The yeah. all-men's club. Exactly. Um, so in the past couple of years, in case you uh, are unaware, uh, Muirfield has hosted many, many, many open championships. It's been host to a lot of spectacular golf tournaments. Um, was recently removed from the open rotation because of their refusal to let women into their golf club. Um, and they, you know, given many opportunities over the years to begin admitting women as members, uh, the membership continually voted to say no 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 we're fine we have a tradition we're doing what we want to do we host the open championship you know we you know don't don't mess with us we got a good thing going well the royal and ancient golf association finally decided you know what this is just the the poor pr that you are bringing us is just not worth it until you can get your act together we're just going to go ahead and remove you from the open championship rotation um and it's amazing after doing that the very first uh uh meeting they had of their their board of governors they decided to unanim- almost unanimously uh, admit women in the club and have extended invitations to 12 females uh, as full-time members. Um, yeah. So if you uh, – yeah, you certainly don't want to be on the bad side 
of either the USGA or the Royal Ancient. It's if you're a course that's in the rotation, you want to stay in the rotation. Correct. I believe it was uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Could be wrong. Was it? Enough is enough, but it's time for a change. Either him or <laughs> Razor. Uh, I, I got no idea, but I'm, the Rock sounds great. I mean, time for a change. Uh, it w- sounds like w- something an inspirational figure like the Rock would say. Yeah, I, yeah. It, it's it's WWE generated. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, it's phenomenal. So anyway, uh, Beerfield likely back in the open rotation here after uh, a decision is made on that probably after this uh, this year's tournament. So that's all I got for for news for now. But I did want to bring up two little discussion points with you before we uh, we put a wrap on this podcast yeah. today. But um, the first one was brought up. There was an article written in the New York Times by uh, a journalist by the name of Karen Kraus, and she's trying to figure out how does the LPGA get more exposure? Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, Mike Wan, the PGA Tour Commissioner, or LPGA Tour Commissioner, excuse me, uh, has talked about it several times how he's trying to get, you know, his tour in front of more eyeballs, and that the agreement that they've had with the Golf Channel, you know, where they're basically playing second fiddle to the men on the Golf Channel, it's... You know, someone made the equivalent, I think obviously must have been Karen in that article, where, you know, golf fans already know about the LPGA Tour and are probably into it, but the mm-hmm. only place you can watch it is the golf channel. So it's kind of like selling chocolate to chocoholics, right? It's like they're, they're struggling to find a way to get new eyes on women's golf because, you know, I would tend to agree with them when they say that they've got an amazing product. They do. A phenomenal tour with some very likable stars um, that, you know, it's one of the few... Women play golf, too. The thing is, it's one of the few sports where the women's game is just as compelling, Yeah, I feel. I mean, really, tennis and golf. You know, I mean, not to, you know, not to take a dump on the NBA. Those, those women are great athletes yeah. who play tremendous fundamental basketball. But, I mean, I think the majority of people would agree that watching the NBA is more fun. Yeah. Um, you know, watching the PGA Tour, yeah, maybe it's more fun, but... Shit, man. I mean, a great LPGA Tour event can hold its own against a, you know, a PGA Tour event in my in my book any day. I think maybe one thing that they could possibly explore would be accessibility. Mm-hmm. How so? Like, get rid of the ropes. Hmm. A lot like old school where people can just follow them, right, walk right behind them. Just and get right up. Just get close enough to where they can hear. I mean, if you're trying to get exposure, right? If you're trying to get exposure, you got to make yourself accessible. Yeah, um, it's you know it's semi radical, but that could be one avenue that they could at least go down for a couple tournaments, right? On a trial basis, um, you know uh, they do a really good job at the pro ams. Um, I don't know, maybe try and get them on, you know, some more famous venues. That's one thing that I actually where, thought about. To where a guy like me and you could be like, okay, I've been on that same tee. What is she going to hit? Um, they don't play a lot of venues that the guys do. You know what I mean? It's not like they couldn't Very play the same Very little crossover venues. now that I think about it. That's, that's a great point. Very little crossover. And I think you could probably make it possible to where the PGA Tour can maybe subsidize um, some spending, stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. it does, you know, these golf courses that offer up, you know, their course for the week and then, you know, ahead of time and after time with, you know, stands and all that and everything like I just talked about, it, they, everything that goes into the event. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if they could start playing some really big name venues, I think that would probably help. Uh, I know I'm going to tune in a lot more if I see they're playing uh, the ladies' event at Pebble or they're playing a ladies' event, you know, at Riviera, mm-hmm. uh, La Costa. You know, I think they – I don't think they do La Costa. I think they do uh, – no, I no, do they? They might play an event at La Costa. But, like, you know, for people our age, you know, where we have memories of watching tournaments being played at these type courses. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I'd like to see the ladies play Colonial. You know what I mean? Places like that. I'd like to see them play Memorial. Um, I think that would help because, there, like you said, there's not a lot of crossover. No. And a good portion of the viewers are turning in, whether it's 
their hometown event and they want to see how these guys are playing the holes that they've played before. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, well, I, I think mean, I think that would help. Well, shit, look, just uh, just to back up your point and, and give you some uh, some basis to agree with you. It's yeah. look how successful that Augusta National Women's Amateur was. Oh, Getting a chance to actually watch those women play play Augusta that outdrew that had higher ratings numbers than every LPGA Tour event this season. Get them on the recognizable court: Harbortown, Eastlake, Shinnecock, Bethpage. You, you put the women on Bethpage, and okay, let's see how it's going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because whether whether we they hit it, they can get out there. They could. I mean, they can get it out there. They're not playing for the men's tees, but. Uh, um, certainly a tier two up, and they can, they can that, that that would be really cool. Oh, it'd be amazing. Yeah. And I, I, I think I've talked about this in former podcasts before. I don't, I don't know who I had the discussion with, but I would love to see the women actually have their own version of like the Masters, yeah. where like in a major event. I mean, granted, you know, down in the desert. Yeah, down in the desert yeah. is wonderful. Mission yeah. Hills Country Club is great. Yeah, except the, the jump into the, into the pond. It's it's you know it, the, the tradition's nice, but I mean I want to see them play like. In a historic, yeah. world class, you know, top ten golf course yeah. every single year. That's just drenched in tradition. And on top of that, because it's the women's Brookline. game, go have an event in Brookline. Well, dude, they, there's so many golf courses now that you know historic golf course that hosted U.S. Opens a hundred years ago that they can't have tour events on anymore because the guys just hit it too far. They're golf courses that get tapped out at 6,800 yards. The tour went away from Firestone. Oh go get gosh. an event at Firestone. You know. Do Stuff something. like that. Yeah, so something where it's, yeah, it, it's, I think that would be absolutely wonderful. But on top of that, I think what Mike Wan, the LPJ Tour Commissioner, what he's trying to figure out is what platform can he put the women's game on to get more television eyeballs on as well. And I was trying to think, is is women's golf, or I should say women's professional golf, is that something that any of the streaming companies do you think would have any interest in? Is that something that would generate enough eyeballs where they'd want to invest some capital in doing something like that, I, I don't something know the Hulu? answer to that question, yeah. but uh, I mean, it would seem to be Hulu's the, doing live sports, right? <laughs> I <laughs> <Or> think. <commercial. laughs> <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Their marketing team is going to be very happy, very happy with that. Um, my, my thinking is yes, because w- what many many people in the states don't realize is that women's golf is one of the most popular sports worldwide. It is. I mean, in Asia, the women's tournament outdraw the men's tournaments by a substantial margin. Yeah. Um. And that's the case in a few other places around the world where if you had on a streaming service that was, you know, people could access around the world, that would be a home run. Uh-huh. Um, but I wonder if the American golf fan, if that would give them an excuse to start watching LPJ Tour Golf if they're not doing so already. It's, it's, we're not it's an know interesting un- thought we're, exercise. We're not going to know until someone tries something different, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, trial and error. Yeah. Got to do it. I mean, it's just crazy because they just have so many, I mean, so many of the great young players on the LPJ Tour are wildly likable mm-hmm. relatable and just uh really fun to watch oh yeah and so yeah it'd be great if they could find a way to get it in front of more eyeballs it's a great product all right the last uh the trivia game with you before we end today's podcast Let's do it. uh golf.com had a very clickbaity article uh <laughs> that you know i always get suckered at you, you ever like are on that website and then you see all those shitty posts at the bottom of the web page yeah. and I I'm I'm the Daryl that once in a while if I see one of those Yay. pictures and the and the chick is hot enough for the picture I'll just click it to see what's I'll going bite. on. <laughs> I'll just bite. I'll see what's going on. But they asked me, "Do you know where the ten most expensive rounds of golf in the states are for public courses?" I got six out of the ten, and I was kicking myself that I didn't get seven. So with that knowledge, if I were to ask you. Jess Demack, can you name the 10 public golf courses in America with the 10 highest green fees in no particular order? Okay. Uh, public, uh, obviously Pebble. Do, do you have any experience at Pebble Beach? <laughs> uh, Spyglass. Correct. Um, Pinehurst. Correct. Very good. Three for three. Uh, I know... Two of the two of the ten I never would have gotten, but in hindsight, like uh, I kind of should have known. I'm going uh, Trump, uh, Florida, Miami. You know what's odd? I thought about Trump Doral. 
it was not on this list, but I've heard it's a five hundred dollar tea time. Yeah, which would how, easily, how they it on which would list? easily qualify for this list. Maybe it's something where since it's a resort course, yeah. or something like that, it didn't qualify. So it was not on this list. But I'm gonna give you a half because I'm almost positive that is a five hundred dollar tea time because Spyglass is on here at three ninety five, and Trump Doral is almost certainly more than that. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna I'll, I'll give you a half point there, but and I, and I, I won't I won't count it as a guess either. Uh, we're going Kohler. Correct. Um, I don't know how much is, uh, how much is, uh, how much is Aaron Hills? Aaron Hills did not make the list. Okay. But the, uh, the Straits course at Whistling Straits, $460 green fee, as you just said, most certainly did make the list. Um, Bandon? Is Bandon the most expensive? No, it is not. None of those courses? No. Got that wrong. Um, I, could, I can give you a clue for one of them. One of the ones that I did not get, which was Harbor Town? really sad. No. Uh, one of them is a prominent PGA Tour stop that gets visited each and every year in the great state of Florida. It is a place that Ben Crenshaw once dismissed as Star Wars Golf. Star Wars golf, huh? <laughs> uh, Bay Hill? Negative. Innisbrook? No. PGA National? Think bigger. What? What's a bigger tournament that happens in Florida every year? <laughs> this is brutal. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bro. The Players Championship. Where do they play oh, the players? Sawgrass. How did that? How did that elude me? That's the one I. I that's one of the ones I didn't get, and I saw it. I was like, "How did you not get that? It one seemed so obvious." How did that elude me? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, let's see what else. There's got to be one in the. Uh, got to be one in the Midwest. There is. There is one in the Midwest, and that's uh, one. That's one. Another one of the ones I did not get. Prairie Dunes. Mm-mm. Ready for this? Uh, At three hundred and fifty dollars. No, Sand Hills is private. That's right. That's private. Host of the twenty fifteen Senior PGA Championship, won by one Colin Montgomery. <laughs> you got me. The Pete Dye Course at French Lick. Oh, come on! Three hundred and fifty bones to play golf what? in Indiana. Who in Indiana has $350 to go play golf with? I, it, it just seems a little silly to me. That's um, crazy. You want me to get reel off the other ones for you? Yeah. Uh, so, at $350, the Pete Dye course at French Lick. $370 gets you a round of golf at Kiowa, the ocean course. $395, you get to go play Spyglass. Yep. At $425, this is one another one that I did not get, the Greenbrier. Greenbrier's asking four twenty five. Four twenty five to go play the course of West Virginia. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! Country roads. You gotta be kidding I, me! That that one. Well, they gotta, shocked me. Hey, they gotta pay Phil for the commercial yeah. somehow, <laughs> right? That's a Jerry strong West. Point. Jerry West Strong needs point. to put his foot down. Oh my word! Who's the guy that owns that place? What's his name? Oh, gee, that's a great question. Um, I forget. Looks like Santa Claus without the beard. <laughs> but, oh, Jerry uh, West, go, you gotta put your foot down, Jerry. Four twenty-five. That's whew. pricey. Uh, Piners number two, four forty-five. Good lord. Whistling Straight Straight Course, four sixty. Uh, stadium Course TPC Sawgrass, four ninety-five. Four ninety five to play the stadium course. Correct. Oh, Star Wars golf, dude. Where else are you gonna get to play Star Wars golf? Oh, oh. J.C. Sneed once called the Player Stadium course, "quote ninety percent horse manure and ten percent luck." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, here's one that one. So, two of the top ten are in Vegas. Once I saw them, I was like, oh, yeah, I knew that place was crazy expensive. And I just never would have thought about it. You can play Wynn if you stay at the resort. Right? So the Wynn golf course is closed. 
Oh, where well, they, they closed it down. It? But Steve Wynn's original golf course, Shadow Creek. Yeah. Five hundred bones. Yeah. Um, and then Cascada. Cascada, yeah. Cas- is it Cascada? I think so. Uh, three ninety nine. And then of course, uh, Pebble, five sixty five. You know what though? I w- I may have to contact the good folks at golf dot com for their egregious yeah. oversight of not including Trump Doral or really. Any of the Trump problem isn't Trump LA like three ninety five, three seventy five or something like that. Uh, Trump to Roberts five hundred bucks. It yeah. just, yeah, that's great. You know what? This is a poor list. I, I just brought a poor list onto our golf broadcast. <laughs> that, is, that is a major oversight on my part. You stumped me though. Ugh. But that being said, um, yeah, I got nothing else for you, boat. Anything else you want to share with our delightful listeners before we? Uh, I think we should we should we should try and stump each other. I think that should be another segment. Yeah. <laughs> You got me. That was good, fucker. Stump a golf guru. Yeah. If you guys can think of any topics that you think you can stump yeah. us with, yeah, dare you? Yeah. Um, I'm not everybody. We really appreciate you guys listening. Um, I have a tremendous time recording this podcast, especially when we do this thing oh, live. Yeah. It's it's so Absolutely. much fun doing it live. Oh, um, no. hopefully we get to do a little bit more. I know there's a slight possibility that yours truly may be moving back uh, locally in six months from now, so that is going to be. Tremendous for the podcast game. We may be doing an advice segment too. Like this poor lady, it's women's night at Monday at BV. Eight thirty. Can't find her keys. Can't find her keys. Borrows a cart. She's like, "What time do I need the cart back?" I'm like, oh, "It's already almost dark." I'm like, "All right." By the way, are we just jumping right into tales from the golf shop? Yeah, it's okay. just I feel bad. Like some advice we need to help these people out with. Like, you know, there is a guy in the shop who I guarantee hasn't lost his phone, wallet, or keys in a long time. I mean, the, the guy rolls in with a man satchel, plops it right on the counter. <laughs> He's got pockets on front of the satchel, clearly labeled with a black sharpie P W key. And I go, oh, and it was you know. You know, I'm tapping it twice, putting it in, check, check, check. And I go, that's genius. That's for your phone, wallet, and keys, right? And he goes, oh, yeah. He goes, I haven't lost anything in like 10 years. He goes, it seemed like once a month I was misplacing my phone, my wallet, my keys, something like that. He goes, one day I just said I have to do it. And I'm like, oh, I think it's genius. <laughs> I think it's a pro move. It's, you know, you got to have specified pockets especially when we're loading and unloading. If your trunk slamming, you're going to be rattled. You're probably not going to put your wallet and your keys in the same pocket that you usually do. You got to have a game plan. You got to have a game plan because this happens way too often at the golf course. And it, it'll ruin your day, Kyle. <laughs> it'll, I, mean, I do not had, doubt it. So it wasn't her key. It was one of those carless, you know, keyless entry things. And those electronic things are like 400 a pop. So, you know, I tried to, I go, oh, it'll be fine. Maintenance will find one in the morning or someone out early. You'll be fine. But I could tell she was, she was putting herself in the doghouse. It's just, uh. That's not what we go to the golf course no, for, Bo. No, no. You, you, you go to recreate. Uh, <laughs> it is a place of recreation and relaxation. You know, it, it, advice to the people coming in to check in, too. We want you to have a good time out there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure golf courses are built on repeat business. <laughs> So is that true? <laughs> we're going to we're going to ensure we're going to do everything in our power to make sure that you have a good time because you're paying us money to go spend your free time. No one's forcing you to play golf. So I see too many guys that come in and they're already in a negative frame of mind. Like my favorite That's and a bad I, start I, when they lead with how far behind are you guys on the tee? I leave the filter in my back pocket and I go. Well, good luck playing well today with that mind frame. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can fight fire with with the with the best of them, but if you show up in a negative mind frame, oh, no, expecting to go recreate, I got news for you. You're not gonna have fun out there. Say your your money is gonna be much better spent at Legends right there. The bar the bar is gonna, is the place for you, man. You're That's... not gonna have any fun out there. Come into the pro shop with an open mind and a smile. I can't even imagine doing that. You're going to get greeted with a smile. Come in with one. Leave with one. You Oof. know, it's 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 so mental. If it, it, Just let it be your escape. You know what I mean? Punch out for a couple hours. Don't come in all worked up. When you, when you show up to the golf course, 
just just manufacture a grin to that space of yours. You know, it's just you're there to have a good time. Let us make sure that you do. Tales from the golf shop getting deep One, this week. One hundred percent. I like. All right. I didn't mean to go off on a tangent. I know we're we're trying to wrap this thing up, but well, now I have to ask because you brought up the the organization of this gentleman's phone keys and wallets. Genius. I have a question for you. Yeah. When you are playing golf, yeah. What is the situation with your pockets? What do you keep in your pockets when you're playing golf? So. And which pockets do you keep them in? Been this way forever. I will go no more than seven tees in my right pocket. My left pocket is for me. No one's getting in there. Okay. No one's getting in there. The glove goes in the back right pocket. Mm-hmm. You see some of these Daryls Velcroing it to their belt or something. That's, hey, that's not what you want to be known for. Velcro is for hooligans. Okay, that's that's not you. You keep the keep keep the glove off the belt. It goes in the back right pocket. <laughs> Just do the right thing. Um, I go three quarters, seven T's, no divot tool. Mm-hmm. If your if your T can't fix a divot, then you ain't doing it right. Um. No knock to the divot tool producers out there. <laughs> we sell them in the shop. You got to get, you got to get product. Uh, but I don't like to have a whole lot jangling. But there's nothing worse than not being able to get to that quarter and standing over your ball looking like a dipshit. Like, so that's why I keep three. That's fair. And, I, I, uh, I always keep, I always keep two ball markers yeah. in my pocket as well. I'm right yeah. there with you. Now, do you go completely empty left pocket, or you just keep personal belongings? Completely empty. Completely empty. Oh. More room for activities. Yeah. No, completely empty. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely not. Interesting. I feel like mine's left. Uh, mine's empty unless I know I want to take pictures while I'm playing golf. In which case, I'll do the most idiotic thing possible, and I will yeah. leave my phone in my left pocket. Yeah. But other than that, we're actually very, very similar. Yeah. To keep it simple. Do you keep? Uh, will you keep multiple balls in your right pocket? Oh, one ball. Just the ball I'm playing with. Never. Never a never, spare ball in the never pocket. Never a spare ball. You're setting yourself up for failure. I have to reevaluate a lot of things right now. If you're keeping a spare ball in your pocket, you're telling yourself that you might freaking unload one OB. <laughs> oh, it's you got to take a look at this. You got to take a step back. Like, no, I'm I'm using one. You know, I I'm using a Title Seven with a blue dot and a line over the Pro V. It says boat on the side, and I won't be changing balls at all today. I will start the round with said ball and finish the round with said ball. <laughs> Uh, it's phenomenal. I, you know what? I'm gonna put this into play tomorrow. I, I think I've been telling you my my golf game has been a little bit of a struggle. It happens the last couple of weeks, and uh, I think I'm now realizing this could be in part because I'm carrying an extra ball in my right pocket. Get the ball out of it's, there. It's it seems now 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 I feel like I'm the hooligan. I, I feel like I'm the one that's doing something completely incorrect. Um, that being said, last thing yeah. before we go. Yeah. We have been fortunate enough to have a couple of people uh, leave us reviews. So this is basically me encouraging all of you listeners to, if there's any way that you can support the podcast, you know, yeah, I could say we want your money, but no, we don't want your money. No. All right? We just, we just want you to go to iTunes and leave us a review. If you do that for us, we are going to be great. As of right now, this podcast has a, Unfortunately, it is not a perfect rating. We do not have a perfect rating on iTunes right now. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know if you could possibly believe that, but there. However, how dare them? Four point nine out of five is not bad. It's pretty good. You know, twenty three reviews. I'd love to see twenty five by next week. I did. I'd love to see twenty five by next week. Uh, let's see. Well, something tells me I may know who this is, but uh, on June eighteenth, a uh, user by the name of Sasquatch now. <laughs> Uh, left a review saying, Boat and Kyle make golf pods great again. Thank you very much, Sasquatch Now. Thanks, that is brother. beautiful. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Another gentleman by the name of Miguel Juan Sanchez <laughs> uh, left a review saying, first things first, drugs are bad. Uh, <laughs> second, this podcast is like crack for your ears. Not only does this dude, Kyle Serlo, have a voice like durable velvet, but I've heard from a guy who went to Bannon with him like three years ago or something, and that his mustache, gra- mustache game is straight yoked. In particular, the episodes with that high school golf coach before and after majors are stupid dope. <laughs> Shit gets me fired up to play some golf. Thank you, Miguel. That's what I want. That that that's exactly what I want. That 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 is. That's that, all we want to do. Is I read the, those. Give the people what they want. Get the people going. I read those, and I honestly felt more self confident than I did on my wedding day. Yeah, I mean, it, it just it, it. 
you know, aside Big from ones. actually helping the show out, get to more listeners. Yeah. Stroking the ego feels good, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I like it. I, I am I am not ashamed to say I, I do love a good ego stroke. So if you can barely leave us, flexible enough to, to pat <laughs> yeah, myself on the back. Exactly. Still. So if you have the means and the time, if you could leave us a review, that is the best way to support this podcast. And we really, really appreciate it. We will try to make an effort to uh, read reviews that get left for us on the podcast because they are much, much appreciated. Uh, appreciate Bo, you. Any last thoughts? No, man. This is awesome. Thanks for having me on. Indeed it Always is. Always the highlight of my week. Absolutely, brother. Well, until next week, everybody, we'll see you later. Um, yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Adios. Absolutely. Absolutely.